It's time for JT the Brick. Hey, JT, how you doing, man? Now there's a new team, and everybody's pretty much new, and I got their back. I want this thing to work. Everybody's got to get on the same page. JT the Brick. Yeah, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be last-second losses. There's going to be a draft pick that doesn't make the team. Whatever it is, it's Raider Nation. JT, thanks for having me on. Always great to catch up with you, and keep it going, okay? I'll talk to you soon, man. And now, here's JT the Brick. And filling in for JT today, here's Harry Ruiz. What's good, Raider Nation? Happy Tuesday. What a hot day it is today out here in Las Vegas. I said I wouldn't complain until it hit triple digits, and it just did right now. And I'm coming in to the studio after being for an hour out at the Intermountain Healthcare and Performance Center, where despite having one and a half fields indoors where you can have AC and feeling good for the team, nah, they challenged themselves. First day of mandatory minicamp today, and they were out in the scorching hot Vegas heat and going at it after six days of OTA offseason workouts. Well, the Raiders today, they were one of 12 teams that started their mandatory minicamp and we'll be hearing for the Raiders in the following two hours scheduled to talk today. Head coach Josh McDaniels, quarterback Derek Carr, Tight end, Darren Waller and Jonathan Abram, who was scheduled to talk last week. That didn't happen, and now it's going to happen today. So we'll hear from the Raiders in the following two hours here on the JT The Brick Show. I'm Harry Ruiz, hosting here for JT The Brick, who has the day off. And we'll absolutely talk about the mandatory minicamp, what we saw out there today. Leatherwood, Alex Leatherwood, the second-year offensive lineman. We see him keep going at it at right tackle and that's has been the situation every opportunity media members have been able to watch practice he has been getting snaps at right tackle so he's definitely getting a fair opportunity to earn the spot where he struggled last year to kick off his rookie year then he was shifted into the right guard position well this new head coaching staff led by Josh McDaniels that have they have Carmen Brasillo as their offensive line coach. They're giving him a fair opportunity to earn the job. And look, after having one season under his body right now, knowing what the grind is in the NFL, both with the train, the training sessions between the week, game action, going against some of the best defensive ends in the league, that's only going to help him more. He struggled year one. Let's see if this is a leap year for him in year two for Alex Leatherwood. We saw it happen with Colton Miller, who already earned an extension with the Raiders, and he's is the best offensive lineman the Raiders have right now. Hopefully, Alex Leatherwood, he has that jump because it will only help this silver and black squad more and more. So we'll be talking about that. We have also interviews from the Von Miller Annual Pass Rush Summit, which was held out here in the Valley in Henderson, to be specific. And a couple of Raider players were there in attendance. We'll talk about that. We have Elisa Hernandez from the NFL, Ella Snap. She's a host there on Instagram. She does an amazing job connecting the Hispanic, the Latino community with the NFL. We'll have her at the top of our number two, talking about those efforts that the league is making and now especially having more than six teams having Mexico as one of their territories where they can market including 
the Las Vegas Raiders, what the league is trying to do to connect with those fans. So we got a complete show out here today with the JT, the Brick Show. I want to hear you sound off, Raider Nation. Call us, 702-365-9200, so we can hear what you got to say today here on a Tuesday on Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. 702-365-9200 is the number. If you want to leave a comment, also on social media, you can find me on Twitter at Harry Ruiz, H-A-R-R-Y-R-U-I-Z, and on Instagram, Harry underscore Ruiz. Somebody had already taken that username, so I got an underscore on it right there on Instagram so we can read your comments. Thank you for everybody that has tuned in the last couple of days that I've been here filling in for JT. I really, really appreciate the support. So let's go at it kicking off with what happened Saturday out here in Las Vegas. We know we've seen around the country other camps for offensive linemen, OL masterminds, Alex Zetherwood was out there last year. Tight end university, which was led by George Kittle doing a great job bringing in the best tight ends in the NFL. Darren Waller has been seen out there. And now for the second year in a row, Las Vegas hosted the Von Miller Pass Rush Summit, the sixth annual Von Miller Pass Rush Summit. I know when we say when I say Von Miller, we think about that guy that was simply a guy that ran over every single quarterback in the AFC West for a lot of years. We had to play against him very often against the Denver Broncos and saw him coming at Derek Carr, snap in and snap out. And fortunately, he's not in our division anymore. Last year, he won a Super Bowl with the LA Rams. This year, he's over in Buffalo. He got paid. He got his money. So now he's out in the East Coast. And Von Miller, he created this camp to bring in some of the best in the league. It both D ends, D defensive tackles. And this has been something that in my mind, I was like, wait, don't usually players prefer to keep those secrets to themselves, prefer to not tell somebody else from other teams what they do and why it works so perfectly. And now we've seen it with these position groups with the offensive linemen, OL masterminds, tight end university, and now the Von Miller Pass Rush Summit, they share their secrets, their information. Why? Because they're sharing it to the next generation. They're learning stuff and not only sharing their information, so it only makes their game better. Look at Max Crosby. This was the third year that he participated in this Pass Rush Summit. And this year, he took a, a higher role. He was more involved in not only learning, but also teaching to players not only younger than him, but also older than him. Why? Because he's one of the best in the league. And look at that huge leap he took last year. He led the league in pressures. He became, from being a good guy at the defensive end position to being a great player, a pro bowler that it didn't matter if he got the votes from the fans or not, he was going to get there. And Raider Nation helped him out, but the coaches, the players, they recognized him as one of the best. I saw him at one of the pro bowl practices. I went out there as a fan. I was sitting front row with Gorilla Rilla. Shout out to Gorilla and his wife out there in the Bay Area. And you saw him and TJ Watt during some dead time when the offense was out on the field and the defense was just chilling on the sideline. Instead of just chilling, like other players did, T.J. Watt, who's a beast, who broke the record for most sacks in a season last year, 
he and Max Crosby were learning moves from each other. They were trying to get better. And that's during a Pro Bowl practice. The Pro Bowl usually was played in Hawaii, and the players would just go out there to relax, to get some drinks in their system, to celebrate being in the NFL for another season and being one of the best in the league. Out in a practice session, Watt and Crosby, they were taking it seriously, and now they took it to another level. Guys like Max Crosby, guys like Chandler Jones, who was there as well, with Von Miller. And leading the event were former players, Chuck Smith, DeMarcus Ware, Tyron Reynolds. They were there to lead it, but it was pretty much players helping out players. And that's something that I wasn't used to seeing in the past, and now it's something that's more usual and in the past you would see it at practice sessions of course now Chandler Jones and Max Crosby their teammates they're definitely going to help each other why because you want your team to be the best it can be you want your team to go out there and challenge each other but now you're doing it with players from other teams guys who participated this weekend who were out here in Vegas Josh Allen from the Jaguars Cameron Jordan from the Saints Justin Houston from the Ravens Boy, did that guy gave us headaches when he was with the Chiefs. Calais Campbell, D. Ford from the Niners, Jeffrey Simmons from the Titans, and then they also brought some of Von Miller's new teammates, Boogie Basham, A.G. Epinesa, and Greg Rosso. So this was a great opportunity for players to learn. They were on the field at a local charter school out here in Henderson in Las Vegas, in the Las Vegas area, for two hours, but then they went back to the M Resort which hosted all the players and they were five hours out there in meeting rooms with players going up to the podium and showing what they got and great film sessions. And plus besides the guys that were in the room, they had 500 other players and coaches attended the live virtual film session guys from college, from the pros that are trying to get in the league. So this is something that is definitely helping out the league. And look at the end of the day, yes, you love your team. You see Max Crosby, he's got the Raiders logo. He's got the shield out here tattooed on his body, just like a lot of you guys in the Raider Nation do. But at the end of the day, what do you want to do? Get that financial security for your loved ones, for your family, for the next generation of your family, and make sure they're taken care of. And of course, you're taken care of. And getting the bag, that's something big. And these guys are helping each other. You saw that huge contract that was ha handed over to Aaron Donald yesterday. Over $90 million. And the guy deserved it. He's one of the best defensive players in league history. He didn't have any guaranteed money left in his contract the next three seasons. The Rams, they knew that they had to lock down his guy because if not, he said he could have retired. They gave him $60 million over the next two years, and he can also stay a third if he wants, and now he's happy, got taken care of. And the best part is now the next group of guys that are that good, they're going to ask for at least something similar to that. So the Raiders, they took care of Max Crosby a couple of months ago. He's taken care of. Let's see what happens with the next group of players players. So Max Crosby, let's hear from him. Like I said, he led the NFL in pressures during the 2021 season. This was his third year in a row participating in this pass rush summit organized by Von Miller. And here's what mad Max Crosby had to say about it. Yeah, it's second year being out here. What, what's it mean? Being it's out it. here and enjoying this for you, Max? It's incredible. You know, obviously every year we have more and more people just having all pro guys, Hall of Famers, 
Just being able to learn is incredible. Um, for me, personally, and I know there's younger guys, high school guys, college guys, everyone's just trying to learn, and that's that's what it's all about. What do you get out of a, a camp like this? Do you get, like, moves and stuff that you're going to use in, in the season? Um, honestly, it's more about just kind of seeing and hearing the game from a different perspective. You know, everybody has their own way of how they look at the game and how they approach it, and that's kind of what it is for me. It's just learning from a Justin Houston or, a, you know, Chandler Jones, Cam Jordan, all these guys. Like, they know so much and are all 100-plus sack guys. So just the more, you know, absorbing all the information and just trying to, you know, take take what I can from it. It seemed like you were taking on more of a teacher role this year. What was it like, you know, having, whether it was Bond or some of the young guys come to you and kind of seek you out for your place? Yeah, it's really cool. You know, at the end of the day, um, there's nothing more that I love than playing football and, and rushing the pass. So, yeah, you know, having those guys reaching out and having me share some of my advice and what I see is, is really cool. So, you know, it's it's awesome. It's a testament to Vaughn and, and, and what he's doing and getting back to the game. Is, it means a lot. Vaughn mentions it. Like, you know, quarterbacks have stuff like this. You know, you don't really see a lot of the position groups doing stuff like this. Is that surprising at all? Um, I don't know. You know, like he said, like he was talking about, like the NBA, you know, you see guys like, you know, LeBron and KD and all them loop together. It's Honestly, it's the same thing. We're all, we're all striving for the same goals. It doesn't matter what it is you know so football I don't know it's a little bit different I guess it's a little you know everybody's in their own own little world but you know for pass rushers it's it's universal so we all we all come together and uh, you know share what we got. I don't know if you've heard there's some high expectations for the Raiders this year would you say you comfortable with that you happy with that feel good about that? I um, mean you know, it's awesome you know there's every year is different you know so we're either slept on or hyped up it doesn't you know it doesn't matter you know we're putting in the work right now we have a ton of work to do um, we're off to a good start for sure. How, how, how have the workouts been the uh, OTAs? They've been awesome they've been awesome you know we've been getting after it uh, we have a, a lot of new faces um, from coaches to players but um, we're getting better every day and that's that's really all we can ask for. What's kind of the mind across has been like, like pass rush with you obviously have a lot of new guys this year um, you trade with that's like a new, you know, how's that group been coming together just relationship wise? Yeah, it's been incredible. You know, we have a lot of uh, a lot of really good dudes. I mean, Chandler obviously is amazing. Uh, we have Kyle Pecco here, um, Deshaun, you know, just a lot of guys that are willing to learn and get better and that's at the end of the day. Everybody's got to be playing at a high level, regardless if you're first, second, third string, practice squad, it doesn't matter. Um, and that's that's what you like to see, you know, guys coming out here just learning and, and trying to improve. We talk about the compete level, and last year your your group, it was competing at even breaking off a stretch and who was going to get over to the tackling dummies first. Chandler mentioned that on Thursday. He goes, man, Max has already beaten me over here. The thing. So the new guys on the team already know that the, the compete level is in everything. Oh, absolutely. You know, I feel like that's, that's what brings the best out of people, you know, competition. And for me, I know I'm – you know, I'm a little messed up in the head, and I got—I don't care if it's a stretch. I'm still trying to be the first one to go through. You know, that's just my mentality. So, you know, I just try to do that and show everybody, you know, you're not going to beat me. So, I—that's—you know—I feel like I just try to bring up everybody um, and try to make everything a competition. You know, because like I said, you know, it makes everybody better. And you know, obviously, having Chandler, a guy who's 32 years old, trying to run after and sprint after <laughs> me, he probably—you know—he probably hates me. But at the end of the day, you know, I just—I'm just trying to make the team better and. Uh, Make it a lot of fun. Kind of along the same lines, like how much are you and Chandler kind of doing what you guys were doing out here today in terms of just you know bouncing ideas off each other, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis? It's literally we talk every every day. Um, we were last night. We went to the Ham. 
and you know I'm sitting there waiting for him. We're walking in together, talking about football, talk, just talking about anything, you know, because we're just trying to build that relationship. And we've already had it for for a few years now, um, but now like really being teammates and like talking about it and seeing that we're about to be on the field together is like it's crazy. So we're more excited than anything, and um, you know we just try to try to just get better and improve and learn each other and learn you know learn the learn everything honestly and just get better just get better that's what every player should be focused on and that's what i love about max crosby he signed that four-year deal recently out here in las vegas in march reports say 98.98 million yeah, fitting. That's his number on his jersey. So he got 98.98 million. And despite it, you could be complacent and be like, all right, I got my bag. I'm good. I don't have to work harder, harder than anybody else. No, that's what he's doing. He's every day out there at OTAs. He's out there at minicamp. He's putting in the work because he wants not only to be good, he wants to be great. He wants that legacy. And him and Von Miller and the other players there at this camp, they're giving back to the game. And that's something that I like. Raider Nation, do you agree with this? Or would you prefer... For the guys to just keep their secrets to themselves, earn their money, and don't give back to anybody else, let me know. 702-365-9200. You heard him mention a couple of other players from the Raiders that were also there at the Von Miller Pass Rush Summit. Tashawn Bauer, who came over from the Minnesota Vikings, and also Kyle Pecco, who came from the Tennessee Titans, both free agents that signed with the Raiders. So a total of four silver and black players were out there representing the Raiders and trying to get better on their craft. And someone else who we already spoke about that was there was Chandler Jones, who's second amount among active players with 107 and a half sacks. This was his first time participating on the Pass Rush Summit, and this is what he had to say. Give me your thoughts here, here in Vegas doing this camp today. Uh, what does it mean to you? This is a, a great opportunity to give back to the game. Uh, and I've been, I've been dodging this for a while, actually. Not really, but uh, I've just been having a hard time ma making it to, to, Von, to Von's uh, summit. But I couldn't dodge it this year. It's here in Vegas. And uh, he called me up and he said, hey, you know, you got to make it this year. And, and, I, and I really regret not coming to the previous years. I, uh, just within the first few hours of being here, I learned so much um, from, from, you know, Von, Justin Houston, there's so many great players uh, here and guys that's been doing very well for a really long time. Uh, and like I said, it's, I'm great to, you know, grab these nuggets and gems that I'm learning and, and bring them to my game to even better my game. Even though you guys are going to compete against each other uh, throughout the season, uh, you still learn from each other. It seems like yeah, this is this is above uh, you know the the competing factor. This is about you know bettering ourselves, individual players, and and this is a, a field full of players that actually love the game and they're and they're putting in that extra time, which is obviously voluntary, but they're putting in that extra time to better themselves. Chandler, you players, some of the older players out there, you know, asking questions, even to some of the younger guys like Max. Uh, you know, is that constant kind of effort to improve and learn? Is that something that you have to carry on pretty much throughout your entire career? Yeah, I think uh, there's there's always room for improvement. And I don't, I don't care where you are, in my opinion, personally. I don't care where you are, you can improve. And that's in every aspect of life. So uh, when you get guys like Vaughn, well, you get guys like Vaughn and Calais, you know, asking questions, that means they want to get better. And they really, uh, they take pride in their craft. The NFL seems like it's become a pass rush league. If you if you can't rush the passer, passer 
you're not going to go very far in this league. Would you agree with that? Uh, well, I think my job is, is about being a full-on player, you know, stopping the run and rushing the passer. So um, I feel like being the full package is very important. There you go. 10-year vet in the NFL, Chandler Jones, learning something new every day. And that was something that the Raider Nation definitely, I know, they're happy to hear about because Chandler Jones, he can be the difference in this Raiders team from making them have 35 sacks that they had last year, which is better than the previous season, but it's still not at the point where the Raiders want to go. You want to convert Max Crosby from being the leader in the whole league in pressures when it regards to pressures and become the leader in the league in sacks. And when you have that strength on the opposite side that Chandler Jones will bring to the Raiders, well, that's what you want this team to do because you get to the quarterback, you force a couple of fumbles, you make them have bad throws force him to throw a couple of interceptions, and that's going to change the game. If you get two extra possessions per game, especially with the way that the Raiders constructed this offense, that can be the difference between going, like last year, from being a 10-win team to being a 12-win team, a 13-win team. And if you get 13 wins, you're in a great position to win the division, to host a playoff game, and not only be in the playoffs, but actually play them at home, those games, and have the opportunity to potentially get a dub that gets you in to the next round. So that was what happened this weekend out here in Las Vegas, Von Miller's sixth annual pass rush summit, second year in a row out here in Sin City. Definitely something that will help a couple of Raider players and also players from the rest of the league. Raider Nation, sound off. Do you like this? That not only Raider Nation, their guys are getting new knowledge from other players, but they're sharing theirs with other players. Let me know. 702-365-9200 is a number. Social media, at Harry Ruiz on Twitter, at Harry underscore Ruiz on Instagram. Leave me a message, and I'll read it here online. It's time to go to a break, and we'll come right back to talk about minicamp, mandatory minicamp, which started today. Yeah, it's, uh, it kind of reminds you of why you do it in the first place, right? Um, you know, there's so many new changes in, in any job. You know, you go to a new work environment and you go and you have all these changes and all these things thrown at you. You know, you kind of get back to why you do things and you do it for the love of it. You do it, um, you know, certainly to help out the people around you. And um, I think it, it, at the end of the day, when you put your head on the pillow, um, you kind of lose track of all that and you're just reminded of, you know, you're just very thankful of uh, coming to work every day and being able to play a game we love. There's Hunter Renfro. At the end of the day, football, it's a game, and these guys are getting paid good money to be out there on the field. Renfro, eventually he'll get that 
paycheck that he deserves and get that pay raise because he's a difference maker on this Raiders offense. And Renfro, he was out there on the field today at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Yes, they were outdoors. Yes, it was hot. And yes, they were putting that work in. They already held six days of OTA offseason workouts out here in the Las Vegas Valley mandatory minicamp they kicked off today and they're going for three days today tomorrow and thursday the raiders will be working out in henderson nevada at their headquarters where they today they were outdoors tomorrow we'll we'll see and someone who's up at the podium right now talking with the raiders media is head coach josh mcdaniels let's hear what he had to say after today's workout that your team has made um, from the beginning of this program right till uh, right now first day of minicamp? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we try not to measure uh, things in the off season, you know, because it's really just every day is an opportunity to build on something. Um, there's definitely things that we, we know the terminology. We know the verbiage. Uh, we know what our assignments are supposed to be. Um, but I think, you know, right now what we're what we're really working towards is consistency um, and performance, you know, and uh, it's not the physical part of it yet, uh, but, you know, trying to go out there and, you know, if that's your assignment, can you do it right, you know, once and then twice and then 15 times and then for an entire practice, um, that's really where we're at. So, um, you know, had some, some good plays and some not so good plays, and that's normal for this time of the year, but uh, still in a big learning phase for us. Um, every opportunity we have to go out there on the field, we, we have a chance to get better and, uh, you know, working hard. I think that they understand the way we want to work. They understand what we're trying to get done. And, uh, you know, every day just, you know, get a little better. Are you feeling where you're closing into that point where, okay, time to hit the pause button right here and be ready to be where you need to be in training camp? Uh, definitely not yet. Uh, we're not going to pause anything yet. You know, you only have, yeah, only so many limited opportunities in the off season, you know, so uh, this is our sixth practice, you know, if you will. And uh, we have a few more this week and some next week. So, um, you know, we're, we'll just, you know, we're going to use the ones we have and try to do the best with those opportunities. And then, you know, I mean, regardless of where, if we're where we want to be or not, you know, we'll hit the pause button eventually here and, uh, you know, take a deep breath, and then we're going to have a lot of work ahead of us in training camp. Josh, when you're assimilating so much new information, is it difficult waiting for them to get to the place where they're playing and not thinking? No, because I think you, you go into it knowing that that's going to be a process. Um, I think if coaches are impatient, you know, uh, in that regard, it's probably, um, you know, it's not, a, it's not a good thing at this point in time of the year. You know, we don't play a game for a number of months, so... You know, we have a long time uh, to continue to invest in the players and in their skills, in their fundamentals, in the techniques that we're trying to teach. Um, they know they have, a, you know, time to, to continue to work on those things. So patience is really important at this time of the year. Um, you know, like I said, we're not lining up and playing a game for a while. So we just got to, you know, continue to put one foot in front of the other and have a good day, have a good day tomorrow. And uh, we're going to learn a lot from the tape that we had today, um, you know, a lot of time this afternoon and then tomorrow morning to be able to watch and digest the tape. So, um, you know, there's going to be mistakes in every practice right now, and 
we understand that, and I think that's you know that's our job is to try to make them better. You're not you're not going to talk contracts. I get that, but you're not going to talk contracts. But Darren has said he wants to be here, wants to be a leader around his teammates. Can you talk about his progress and if you see yeah. those things from him? Yeah, definitely. Um, Darren's you know he's done everything we've asked him to do and more. Um, he's obviously a, a, a good player. You know we love having him here. It's really a, a pleasure to coach the guy. Um, comes with a great attitude and mindset every day. Um, works really hard here early, stays late, does extra, you know, takes care of his body, um, does a lot of the things that you would want any player to do, um, you know, and, and obviously he's been productive with his opportunities. So um, love having him here and looking forward to coaching him. Uh, we've seen Devon Diablo running around uh, yep, sorry. with the red jersey throughout OCAs. Mm-hmm. There's something that's – I was just asking about Devon Diablo. Is there something that's just limiting him right now? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, you know, they're just, we're just trying to be smart. There's some guys that are obviously dealing with little things here and there. And, um, you know, we just try to try to make sure we're smart with those guys, especially if there's something that, um, you know, they, they can get some value in being out there. But we also don't want anybody to, you know, accidentally do something that they shouldn't do. And um, I think we're doing a really good job of staying off the ground. And there's not a bunch of pot. There's no piles, no, colli- you know, we're doing all that stuff right. Um, it's just if they're in a red jersey, whether it's a quarterback or someone else, it just alerts the rest of the players that, you know, look, he can work, he can get a lot of reps here, he can get value in what he's doing, but, you know, it's not a physical part of the, the, the thing for him. And it will be the same thing when we have pads on. You know, if we have pads on, they got those kind of jerseys on, it'll be the same thing. Everybody treat him with respect and make sure that the health of the players comes first. Josh, when you started uh, OTAs and looked at the offense as a whole from last season, broke down film. Did you prioritize the units within the offense and, and what may need the most work down to the sort of in a, a reverse pyramid? Say, okay, well, we got to look at this unit. We got to do a lot of work here. We got to do this. Is there a priority within each unit on the offense? I mean, I think there's there's a, an overall priority is to try to, you know, understand, um, you know, our, the foundation of our system and the techniques that we, we would ask each of them to, to use, you know. Um, I think, you know, at that point in time, without having had a practice, it's hard to sit there and say, you know, well, this is what we need to do with the, you know, the slot receivers and this is what we need to do with the halfbacks and this is what we need to do with the tight ends and the guards and so on and so forth. Um, you know, we'll, we'll know a lot more after, you know, the spring is over and we'll have a chance to digest that information. Um, and then and then we'll reprioritize certain things when we head to training camp. Um, but there's also the physical aspect of it that none of us have seen either. Um, you know, we've seen tape. We've watched tape. Um, we're aware of certain things. But, you know, players change and they develop and they improve. And, um, you know, and so there's a lot that, you know, that we don't know yet, you know, so. Uh, we're learning as much as we can now, and when we get to training camp, there'll be a physical part of it that we're going to learn. Um, you know, we're trying to put them in some situations where we can test their their competitive stamina and their mental toughness and their ability to stay with it and think uh, on their feet. You know, as, as the periods were changing pretty quickly today, trying to you know get them to grasp certain things. So, um, you know, there's there's different de- definitely a you know uh, a, a reprioritization here after we're done with the spring in terms of going into training camp. But uh, right now it's just, you know, everybody's getting reps with everybody and we're trying to, you know, evaluate the players as best we can. With uh, Derek a few months now, I'm sure you watched him on film a lot before that. What's the most underrated part of this game, would you say? I think it's the obvious that most people are against. 
Boy, Derek's been a, you know, I don't know how everybody else rates him, you know. Um, so, I, you know, he's been a good player for a long time. You know, I've said that since I got here, um, and that's the truth. You know, he's he's smart. He works really hard at it. He understands the game of football. Um, he's got good arm strength and accuracy. He's a good leader. Uh, he's tough, doesn't miss a lot of games, been durable. So um, there's a lot There's a lot that Derek Carr, um, you know, does every day uh, to to give you a lot of confidence in, in what he can do with your team. So, um, you know, I don't know how everybody else rates him. I just know that I feel pretty good about the things that I'm seeing. He's, he's having a good spring. He's working really hard. He's acclimating to some of the new guys. Um, he treats everybody the same, which I love. Um, you know, that's that's a good sign of a leader. You know, he's not just going to talk to the guys that are, you know, in the first huddle. He talks to everybody, you know, at every position, offense, defense, kickers, punters, you know. So, um, been very impressed with him. I wouldn't say, like I said, I mean, I, I've been a big fan for a while, you know, so I wouldn't say there's been anything that has, has stood out that, that I've been surprised about. Coach, you have a... Outside of Gurney, you brought in this offseason, you have a really young DB room. Kind of what are some of the blessings, but also some of the, some of the challenges of really dealing with such a, a young cornerback and safety room this far? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, player, players that are young, um, you know, usually have their best football in front of them. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, they develop. They have an opportunity to grow. Um, they're eager. They're all eager. They're all competing to try to uh, earn opportunities, and I think that's a really good thing. Um, you know, we have we have some you know different skill sets. We have some guys with maybe a little bit more speed, a little more size. Um, you know, so it gives us some flexibility. But um, you know, I think that all of them are really eager uh, to try to learn, and and they're learning how to communicate and talk with each other, which is important. Um, you know, we did some third down stuff today, which is always a difficult down uh, for defensive backs to deal with. We had you know some packages where there was six and seven of them on the field at the same time. You know, so. Um, you know, overall communication, understanding how to play the techniques that we're trying to teach and coach. Um, but, you know, love the group, love the way they work, and, and eager to, to watch them continue to develop and grow and then go into training camp and, and let them just, you know, battle it out and compete. And, um, you, know, however it, you know, however it turns out, they'll be the ones that determine that. Josh, you've had a huge percentage of participation in OTAs. Does that help when you get to a mini camp? Because they've been there for so yeah. long, maybe the ball's farther down the field. Definitely. Um, you know, I, mean, I can't say enough about our, our players um, and what they've done. Um, you know, they've really, uh, th like I said last week, you know, they, they're really responsible for the culture. You know, we try to set a standard of what we're looking for, but, you know, they're the ones that go out there and do it, you know, and they're here every day. They're here real early. Um, they're working their butt off and doing everything they can to help themselves improve and help the team, you know, uh, improve along the way. So, um, you know, it's basically been almost everybody except for a couple guys here and then that were dealing with some, you know, family situations and we got a lot of babies this spring. So, uh, but no, it's been it's been great. It's been a pleasure to coach them all and, and work with the guys that have been here, which has been the majority of them. And obviously for the mini camp, it's all of them. Actually, I know it's still early in the process of the offensive line together, and there's still some guys coming back from injury. But Lesser Cotton has gotten a lot of time at that right guard spot. Has he opened some eyes here? And he's been here a little while, but yeah. um, working his way into the picture. Yeah, I mean, there. You know, we have different drills and periods where they're all going to work with different people. But Les is definitely um, he shows up every day. He works really hard. He's having a great off season. Um, you know, and there's a lot of guys in that room that are doing the same thing. But um, no, eager to eager to see what Lester and that whole group's going to do and get the training camp. You know, this is this time of the year for the linemen on both sides of the ball is a, li a little bit. You know, you can only see about half of what you need to see. So, 
Um, but, you know, they all speak, they all talk, they're communicating well, uh, they're anticipating things, they're learning different positions. You know, the more you can do to help the team at multiple spots, the better off it's going to be. So uh, Lester's done a good job, and, and I think that whole entire room and Carmen and Cam have done a great job of working with him and bringing him along, and uh, he's invested a lot in this offseason. Just a couple more, Adam, and then Paul. What is the status of Josh Jacobs right now? Say it again. What is the status of Josh Jacobs? Is he here just not practicing? Yeah, yeah, he's here. He's just working. He was working inside today. Josh, obviously OTAs are voluntary. Minicamp is mandatory. What was the uh, attendance like for you with this, and how happy are you with what the attendance is? You're talking about today? Today, yeah. Oh, it's, everybody's here. Yeah, so, I mean, it, they're all here, and, um, you know, it's a mandatory session, so um, that's what we would anticipate. But, uh, no, everybody's here and excited. At least it sounded like it this morning when we were in the squad meeting and uh, eager to work and, um, you know, get an opportunity. A little The day's a little different, you know, get a little time in the afternoon now. We didn't get any time in the afternoon in the OTAs to watch any tape and all that, so uh, get a chance here in a little bit to go in and watch some of what we just did on the field and try to make some progress. But, no, everybody's here and, um, you know, They've been accountable all spring. I, I, you know, I couldn't say enough good things about our group. Last question, Dick. It seemed like uh, bringing in Jacob Johnson was a priority. What has he been to the mix? Jakob. Jakob. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Um, you know, he he just he's a grinder, man. He's uh, he's a he's a self-made uh, football player, man. And he he comes to work every day. Uh, takes great care of his body. He's he's a tough guy. He's really a tough player. Um, good teammate. Unselfish. Uh, willing to do anything you ask him to do, um, you know he'll block, he'll he'll line up outside of the backfield, he'll play in a punt team. Uh, he does a lot of stuff, um, you know, for your football team, and um, you know he adds a lot of value and toughness to it. So, um, you know, Yak knows what his role is. You know, he embraces it every day, and um, he's an unselfish teammate, and I just really enjoy being around him. He, he a lot of, a lot of what Yak does rubs off on a lot of people, and I think there's a lot of value in that. Full attendance. Every player on the Raiders roster was there at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center this morning for day one of mandatory minicamp. I know there were lists of guys that weren't seen on the field when the media was allowed to watch practice this morning, but guys that weren't on the field, well, they were in the building rehabbing, getting better to soon be back on the field. Remember, training camp is around five, six weeks away. First preseason game, less than two months away. So guys need to be in their best state of mind and also their bodies in the best position to be able to be on the field, both in practices and in games. So let's not rush guys like Josh Jacobs or guys that had season-ending injuries last year like Denzel Good or Kenyon Drake. So they weren't at practice on the field today, but they were in the building. Remember, mandatory. They got to be there. Minicamp and plus, we heard Josh McDaniels say that Jacobs has been in the building. I was reading people on social media saying, oh, my God, why is he, isn't he at practice? Well, he's not at 100%, so let him get at 100%. Plus, running backs, you got to be super careful with them because one wrong tackle, one wrong, well, we know they ain't tackling right, right now, but a bad cut, something happens, you might lose him for a couple of months. So let's treat this guys, these guys with bubble wrap. Have them ready for when we need them. Week one, we know.
Josh Jacobs ain't going to play in the preseason. I'm pretty sure Kenyon Drake isn't going to play in the preseason. So there's no need to have him out on the field today for day one of mandatory minicamp. They're in the building. They're taking care of business. That's what we want. Coming up. We know that there's more Raiders heading up to the podium. Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Jonathan Abram. If they're on the podium, we'll bring them to you. This is Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM, JT The Brick Show. Experience definitely breeds confidence. So, like, once, you know, as a rookie, you got that, that first-hand experience out the way. That was your first year. So, coming back the second year, you just start noticing little things, small details that uh, take your game to that next level. So, I just feel like um, me, Trey, and um, even a couple of other guys like TG, who was a rookie last year, Malcolm, um, Diablo, we all got, you know, a keen eye, better, better eye on us. Love that quote from Nate Hobbs, Raiders second year cornerback. Yes, he had a great rookie season. Now let's see what he can do in year two. And I got a feeling he's going to be a stud out there on the field. Shout out to Anthony Suniga, who's listening to us here on Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m. You can listen to us on the radio, 920 a.m. on the Raiders app. Just click on radio or also search Raider Nation Radio 920 on TuneIn and you can listen to us anywhere in the world, not just out here in Las Vegas. So yesterday, I know most of you got social media, but in case you don't follow it, the Raiders posted a great video, a great piece of content. They had media day out at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. All the shows out here on Raider Nation Radio, they were live from the Intermountain Healthcare and Performance Center studio where Eddie Pascal does a great job with all his shows. Well, Raider Nation Radio, they were there all day from the morning. Heidi, Clay, uh, Vinny, they were there in the morning. JT was there in the afternoon. He had Andre James come into the studio and then Q had Trey Von Merrick. So it was a very cool day. And out on the field, they did do it indoors yesterday, of course. They had that part of the year where players come in, get their headshots taken. They take their, their videos that come out on the screen during the game and have a lot of different things happening for TV networks. And also, that was a fun day. Our friend Sibley Scholes, who we had here on the show, on JT The Brick Show last week, Sibley was interviewing Devontae Adams, and this moment that we're going to hear next ended up happening. We'll talk about it in a bit, so let's listen to, listen to it. Being that this is your first season, we got someone running over here right now. Hold on. Oh, man. Oh, who is that guy? Who is this? Yeah. Look at him. He's working on that tan. Good to see you, bro. Oh! God, it's good to see you in that yeah. silver and black. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you, this is your first time, huh? Oh, yeah. Looking at This is your first time seeing him. First time. Oh, the first time I got to see in the silver and black. Yeah, man. The jersey, I told her, I said, it's, it really hit me today. It really hit you. Yeah. yeah. You look a little bit like Dave with the short beard, too. Look yeah. Like a little bit. A little TV. <laughs> little TV. I got my soccer player haircut. I love it. I love it. It's my guy. 
that interaction between former college teammates Devontae Adams, star wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, and Derek Carr, leading passer in Raiders history. So here's the deal. When they're out at practice, their jerseys aren't silver and black. Their helmets are, but the jerseys aren't. They're black and white or white and black. The jerseys aren't silver and black. Now, yesterday during media day, Devontae Adams was decked in the whole jersey and the pants and everything like he would on game day. And Derek Carr hadn't seen him like that ever with the silver and black. So Derek Carr was absolutely excited. He was thrilled to see his great friend Devontae Adams rocking our colors, rocking the jersey, rocking his game day fit. Sibley Scholes was right there interviewing him. I know great content besides this interview will come out in the future, but the Raiders had that little nugget and they knew they had to share it with social media out there in the world and be like, let's do this. And they did. And it went viral. Every TV network, every major media outlet online, they posted that video, they shared it, and they went viral. The Raiders just having two great friends sharing that little moment with each other. And you heard Derek Carr going, oh, you look good in that silver and black. Ooh, I love that. Pump each other up. Show that support. That has to be the how it should be out on the field, showing the love to your own teammates, putting them over, putting them as the what they are. Devontae Adams, he's an all-pro wide receiver, considered by many as the top wide receiver in the league for those eight years that he had out in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Now he's over here in Las Vegas. I was talking with someone out there at practice today in the morning at the first day of minicamp, mandatory minicamp, and they were saying, can you imagine having to go out there in Green Bay with the cold weather and not being able to enjoy yourself at practice? I'm pretty sure after a couple of years, they get used to it, but Devontae Adams, he's out there in, out here in the heat now in Las Vegas, enjoying the great facilities, first world facilities that the Raiders have in Henderson, Nevada, and he's going to, if what we saw in Green Bay is a taste of what he can do. Let's put Derek Carr out there throwing those balls at him. And guess what? He can take Carr into the next level as well. And that's what the Raiders want. Put that offense over the hump. Red zone. It's been an issue the last couple of years. Having Devontae Adams as a target in the red zone is going to be perfect for D.C., and that is going to open more options for guys like Hunter Renfro, like Darren Waller, like the fellas that you have fighting for a position in the wide receiver room, like D.J. Turner, Mac Hollins, Keelan Cole, Dylan Stoner, Tyron Johnson. That's going to open more options for them, and absolutely for your running backs, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, Brandon Bolden, the rookies, Amir White, and Britton Brown. If they get a chance to be on the field, they'll take advantage of him. And, of course, another fellow that we just spoke of, or, well, that Josh McDaniel spoke of, Jacob Johnson, the fullback. He's in from New England. He's replacing Alec Ingold, who had that spot for the last four years. Well, Jacob Johnson, you heard Josh McDaniel speak greatly about him. This offense, it's built in a great way. The only positions where a lot of folks put a question mark over is that offensive line. I'm telling you, with the experience they've had 
over the past year, it was growing pains. It was tough at first, but it ended up getting better, both with Andre James and Alex Leatherwood. Now, year number two with both of them potentially being bonafide starters in this team, it's going to change, and it also right there, that connection. Carr and Adams, ooh, ooh like Carr said, let's go. It's going to be hot. Coming up after the break, Lisa Hernandez from NFL Ellis Snap is going to be joining us on the phone. This is Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. This is the JT The Brick Show.